0: Welcome back to Live, Laugh, Pam. We are very excited to have a special guest with us. Julie, do you want to introduce, I guess?
1: So our special guest today is my friend Charlotte, who I met in line at a Fletcher concert. Uh, and we were dressed up for Halloween. Um, I was a serial heartbreaker based on one of the songs and. Rue from Euphoria, uh, and we had to hang out in line for hours, Um, but I asked her to be on the podcast because, one, you're super interesting and, uh, like, super smiley and fun, and we need that, Um, and two, we just want more perspectives on how people handle their mental health. I'm going to try to unmute you. It won't let me unmute her.
2: (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, Oh. me. I did it myself. Cool. Perfect. Yay. That was
1: a little test, you know, (laughs) figuring shit out. All right, well, if you want to introduce yourself. Yes. A little bit
2: more. Yes. So I am Charlotte McKinley, and I'm a human first, and my passions are in the arts. I grew up dancing, um, and I moved here. To New York City when I was 18 to pursue dance, and I just wanted to dance, so I didn't really have any major, major like goals of like which direction to go in. I just knew I wanted to dance, and then now I'm just so open to dancing, singing, and acting. I do graphic design, I'm also a real estate agent, and I also am learning that. I'm not what I do, so that's what I do. <laughs> but love I'm just that. a human that just like enjoys life through the ups and downs. There I am. Uh, one
1: uh, love that, but also didn't know you were a real estate agent. Didn't yep. know your graphic design.
2: That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's a lot mm-hmm. of hats to wear. Yeah, I'm trying to monetize all of them where it brings in a lot of dough, though. I feel you like know. That.
1: I mean, you live in New York, so t- I mean, everyone needs money. But if you live in New York, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And so, I do so like sensitive- extra work, and I do like modeling work too sometimes. Yeah, it's a lot,
1: but it's fun. Yeah, see so this is what this is our side. Pro- well, no, Abby has a lot more side projects than <laughs> I do. Uh, this is my side project, and uh, that's
0: which is my amazing though.
1: Project. I think everyone which, should have know, passion projects. Inside
0: things, you should have as many as you want. Unfortunately, yeah. then I try to monetize all of them, and then they're no longer yeah. hobbies to me.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, let me that's money. so annoying. I know. And we um, want to have fun while we make money. That's why. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's why we monetize it.
1: Yeah. All my money goes to concerts and traveling,
2: L- which is that's great though. In-
1: that's why I was in New York for Fletcher. Yeah. And I originally, oh. I originally just had a, a GA ticket, and mm-hmm. I was like, "No, the venue's too big." Like I was like uh, searching online, uh, and that's how I ended up getting the early entrance pass with you guys.
2: That and was, thank was a great. You my-
1: did. You made some great friends.
2: Yeah. yeah, that was really that was a fun experience.
1: We met a lot of awesome people in line. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Because we could chat forever.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm going to uh, go to our little list of interview questions. Uh, Abby and I are still learning to interview people. So it kind of cool. goes back and forth. Um, okay. And off the rails. Love oh, that. All the time. <laughs> Let me make sure I can read my question. Okay, uh, working in, like, the dance and entertainment industry, how do you make sure you take care of your mental health uh, during stressful times or just in general along the way?
2: Definitely um, my mom helps. I call my parents, and I make sure I um, go home during the breaks so I'm not constantly um, hustling all the time. And I also have to remember like to not validate myself on booking jobs because like this industry is so like crazy. Like the jobs that you get are so like, whoa, whoa. And then Instagram, all you see is like my friends booking, like two of my friends just booked Broadway, you know, and that's what I'm working towards and Actually last year I didn't book something, but I was a part of like their workshop. So sometimes they have to workshop things and then then they bring you forward with the actual project when they bring it to a theater. Um and I didn't get it. And so that was kind of like ah and then I got put on hold for a Broadway show and didn't get it. And so it's just like so close. Um but what I did was I took myself out to eat. I did things that weren't related to what I do. Um, and like yesterday, I actually, was that yesterday or the day before? I think that was, yet, no, it was the day before. Yesterday I had an audition. The day before yesterday, I took myself to a free drawing class. And I just That's drew nice. for the fun of it. That's and nice. Yeah. So I do things that aren't related to what I do and that that helps me. And also, I just read the book, Untethered Soul. Hmm. Um, and ever since I read that book, I've honestly had a calm, peaceful state of mind. And I read it at the end of December as I was land wait, or January, as I was landing, like, in the city where I was at, I finished the book. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. (laughs) And it taught me about, like, um, basically how we have our soul and our consciousness, right? And how we have to just sit here and let the thoughts and emotions pass by. You don't really have to, like, touch on them. You just let them pass by or, you know, let them flow through you. But don't keep them there, and that's just been pretty um, peaceful. I don't even know if that makes sense. That sounds pretty trippy, but like because no, I feel totally so deep. Sense. Yeah, I just feel so deeply. So it's like I also let myself cry. Oh, we're so I guess off. that <laughs> big, yeah. Big so I guess I'm still trying to figure it out, but I also um, I am blessed to know that I don't have the gene for um, depression, but I can understand, like, I, I probably could go there, but I, I just think my brain, my brains will, um, very optimistic and naive sometimes. So I don't quite go as low as some of my friends in there on antidepressants and stuff like that, you know? So I know that's also genetics too.
1: Which is the crazy part, the, the gene parts and the and now with medicine they can you can do a gene test and they can tell you what meds work for you um, yeah but i, I want to go back to that book because abby's a big reader and i feel like mm-hmm. abby's gonna add it to her list
2: it Probably. is so good added. it is it so not, good
1: what was it again we can add it we can make it the, yes uh, the oh, book
2: oh. Of the episode yes the untethered soul untethered soul
0: okay i'll write By, that down.
2: Yeah it's I don't know where it's out on there by my is it Michael a singer
1: I can look or up. is that a different one yeah we'll look. um
2: at it. yeah
1: but so it's you so you don't feel yourself like being like getting low like super depressed but you do allow yourself to feel your emotions and feel the sadness
2: yeah and insecurities I actually had that yet not yesterday but the day before. And it's usually when I'm not, um, when I don't have something lined up or I put pressure on myself, like in the, like when I don't have auditions lined up or I don't intentionally go take class or do something that fuels me. I just like, I don't know why. I think of the future so often. And I'm like, oh my God, what if I'm 30 and I'm not a bad bitch like I want to be and <laughs> traveling and all like whoa, and I'm like whoa. that does nothing.
1: <laughs> I'm a little offended. I just turned thirty and I'm not a bad bitch yet.
2: Yes, no. you are. Yes, you are. yes you are. But like I'm I'm twenty five. So I totally get. But it. like yeah, so I like I want to. I don't know. I just want to. I no, don't know I, why I, I think f- of the future.
0: I feel like the entertainment industry in general, though, like there's a lot of like the high moments are really high and those low yeah. moments are really low and then in between you've got that sort of just like waiting and trying yeah. to land the next thing which I mean that is that would definitely like shake my confidence for sure
2: yeah and you don't like even if you're qualified you still won't you still don't get things even if you're more qualified than the person but you don't have the right look you know what I mean and everyone's after the same like there's no dance jobs right now like I mean like there are but like it's just so many people so many people so yeah it's just really wild and you have to train weekly you have to network do all that stuff too and you have to to make money oh
1: go ahead Julie sorry this is weird like it's not like our normal setup so we're we're talking over but um yeah do you have like an agent that lands you these auditions or do you have to do that work too
2: uh I do have an agent it's called Block Talent Agency it's one of the top dance agencies there's about like four or five and I actually wanted to get signed with them since like high school like I knew that's the agency I wanted to be with because I would do do research on like all the dancers that are with like Justin Bieber because I love him so much. Um, And they were all with Block. So yeah, I'm with Block. And they do get, they're the ones that get me in the room. But also I've booked jobs this last year through networking people that I know. And then some of them, I got the job because of Block, but then I got another job because when I was on the job I was consistent and did well so it's like the, the agent really is helpful right now though yeah so agent that, that was way too long of an answer <laughs> no,
1: no. you're good there's no such thing as too long of an answer here because we can go on forever and ever sometimes we just I'll be editing and I'm like oh god that was way too long and but i can't find like the perfect spot to cut it so we just have an extra long episode love that um but abby you had a question before i jumped yeah you had
0: mentioned it briefly earlier about getting out of your head like you, you feel the feelings you want to feel let them go through you and then move past it but the hobbies or the things that you do sometimes to like get out of your head are non uh dance related and i think like whether that was like intentional or not, I think that's like a really smart way of uh, like letting yourself sort of decompress. I mean like a free yes. art class sounds awesome. Like that sounds very cathartic.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually, I think I stole it from the artist's way where she, where you take yourself out on dates and I, I've done that for two years straight. I'd take myself out every single week by myself, um, to do something fun for me. And I have days I where I'm like so much. <laughs> yeah. And I have days where I'm like I don't answer my phone. I it's usually Sundays where I literally don't talk to people. I don't come out of my room and I just like sit and lay because I need to block out the energy because it's just a lot it's a lot. But I I do realize that I'm an extrovert and I get my energy from people. So it's really just a balance for me.
1: Mm, for sure I'm such the opposite I'm like people <laughs> go away
2: yeah well a lot of my friends are I have like all introverted friends and people that I meet
1: I like wh- like I can be an extrovert like in line like when we met I'll talk to anyone but yeah I definitely get too drained from people yeah and I need my days my days with no one talking to me oh
0: yeah except for L will text Yeah, but I I want to
2: text,
1: like, don't FaceTime me and don't call
0: me. Yeah, no. Don't make me do anything that's, like, out loud or live.
2: (laughs) Correct.
1: You've you've blind called me, like, two times in our, what feels like, 20 years of friendship. Uh, And I know there's a problem if you blind call me because we don't talk to each other. Yeah, no. There's, like,
0: look, my car's broken down or I've killed someone and I need your help hiding the body. Like, that's, those are the reasons I call.
1: (laughs) Please don't kill anyone. I don't know how to handle that.
2: <laughs> I don't either. I, don't I will in a as a as an actress. I just started acting class too. Oh, very therapeutic.
1: So that's
0: awesome. It sounds like you're very driven, and like you you started by saying you didn't have you didn't know exactly what goals you wanted to go in, but now it sounds like you're doing like a bunch of different things. Um, but a lot of the areas you're working in are also like high stress areas. So has there ever been a time when, when you just felt like it was too much or felt like you mentally couldn't handle it and thought about throwing in the towel? And sort of like, how did you get past that?
2: Um, I've never thought about giving up in my life. I knew I wanted to. I think I was in fourth grade and I came with my friend, Adriana, who was on the screen. Uh, there's a second. <laughs> Adriana, uh, my mom. And her mom and then Adriana, we came to New York when I was in fourth grade. And I sat, I guess like in the orchestra of Wicked and then I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna be on Broadway. And I said, mom, I'm moving to New York when I'm 18. And when I was 12 in middle school, having terrible grades, I was like, listen to my parents. I said, listen, my grades aren't gonna be the best. But I'm gonna pass. But I know what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna dance. So sorry, but that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, and like, that's
1: awesome.
2: okay. Yeah, and so I. Oh, but yes, I have had some crazy. I guess I do have a story where I was like, ah, the pre- like a pressured story, but I never felt like giving up. But I remember this one time this will be, I'll wrap it up a little shorter. So I I used to dance for the Knicks. I was a Knicks dancer for the basketball team. And... um, Go Celtics. I had... Go Celtics. (laughs) I don't even know basketball like that. So (laughs) I know that's Boston. I know that's Boston though. But but basically during the... Basically, I I had actually booked another job, Marvelous Miss Maisel. And I was on that. But I had... I came back to, (laughs) I came back to rehearsal. um, But i had been gone for a week. So when I came back, I was like, Oh, God, like, I had to learn something new really fast. And then we have like these introduction routines. And then uh, there's like two introduction, three introduction routines that we did. And they didn't rehearse them in the rehearsal. They were like, Okay, we're just gonna set them when we get out on the court. And you have like, it's so com- complicated. Like, when you get on the court, there's literally lines and spaces. Like, there's cracks and spaces, and you have to memorize your spot based on the line, um, based on, like, the how the court is set up. So, like, there's Sun Square Garden is, like, the three cracks. There's multiple cracks, but, like, for an example, there's Sun Square ga- Garden because Madison Square Garden is how it's, like, split up. Oh, but then there's spaces... And it's like gray crack, blah, 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 blah. So it's just different. Way- and so like your spot for this one move would be space, S, sun, and you're standing there, right? So it's like, it's just like you're there and then you're there. But we usually you go, um, we do the same routine over and over. And those people are usually put in the same spot. So it's like, you don't have to rehearse it. But I was put in a completely different spot and it was a new dance. So I, when I got to court, we, we didn't rehearse it in the, Rehearsal. So it was just like I could not figure it out. And the court rehearsal was done. And then she was just like, Okay, um, are you gonna figure it out by the time like we're on the like I do it? Like I just was struggling. And so I stayed out like 15 minutes after, and I literally was having a panic attack, and I was like, Oh my god, I literally and it was so dumb because it's dancing, and you're just like, but I was so stressed i literally like went to my knees as like basketball players are are practicing on the court right i'm like god please please help me like i can't do this and then like something in my head which was my mentor martha nichols i love her she's a mentor of mine um she was like pull up charlotte you've got to get it together and you have no choice so get it together and then i said period and I got it together, and I just did it, and I put away my emotions, (laughs) and I just got it together, because I was like, this is my job. I have to get it, and then when I did it, it went great, and they, and all the girls were like, yeah, Charlotte, go. (laughs) Yeah, that was a pressured situation where I was like, I can't do this, and then I did. I could not imagine. It was so much.
1: My pressure, like this, brings me back to a conversation we had with our friend Nicole. My pressure is an Excel spreadsheet.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's stressful, though. I assume.
1: Yeah, but no one's watching me.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not twenty thousand people at Madison Square Garden.
1: <laughs> no, no. How yeah, do you like a little would, different? How would you handle like being in front of that many people? Does that freak you out at all, or? are you just kind of mm-hmm. own it when you know the dance you're just like I don't care how many people there are in the room.
2: Well, um I love audience. Well, the first time I the first time I, I we were at Madison Square Garden like there's not really preparing for an arena that's 360 like so we were freaking scared like the first time all of us rookies were like oh my god I'm scared. But you your body just does it cuz you do it over and over like it just something happens where it you just do it. You just do it. You just get it together. But yeah, I I actually love I love large crowds. But that's me as a person. Crowds don't you just... scare me at all. No.
1: Abby, do they scare you? Yes and
0: no. I'm okay with public speaking. I'm actually like like I've, yeah. I've gotten over that fear. But like, that's usually with, like, a smaller room. I've never had to do public speaking to, like, hundreds of people before. And yeah. I think I would just be, like, puking into a bag.
2: <laughs> well, I feel like it might be better, though, because if you can't see their faces and you're just see- speaking to a-, a sea, maybe.
0: That's true. I, I feel- guess my I worry about, like, stumbling over my words or if I, like, trip or I start imagining, like, all the things I could do.
2: <laughs> yeah. But you are human, so, like... I kind of like like it better when you like I loved when Jennifer Lawrence tripped on the Oscars. That was like cool.
1: <laughs> she could do anything and I would love it.
2: Yeah, her That's- personality is so cool. Like she's very authentic and I I really like that.
1: Yeah, and she just owns it. She doesn't care. Cool. She just owns feel like yeah. it's
2: like being human. It's
1: refreshing.
2: Yeah. I fell in a dance class on Sunday and i said well i trip every day so it's fine i guess i guess i did the move wrong which i did i was like okay oh
1: i love that i'm like like if i was walking across the court not even performing i think i would freak out cuz there were so many people
2: <laughs> that's hilarious i'd be like don't look at me don't look at me it is intense though like that's a that's a lot of people when you really think about it sit there and think about it but then it's also like really cool I guess when I got used to it, I would just look out and I'd be like, "Oh, this is cool."
1: Oh, hell! Oh, I would think it's cool, but I would also be like dying inside, like yeah. don't know. But that's just—I would but that's a your of, own, that's your sense. own like stressors.
2: Yeah, but there's definitely introverts on that that dance team. But when they dance, that's that's a different part of them, you know. Um, I
1: just. I, talking to other people like this is why we have you on talking to other people and learn like <laughs> it's just crazy to me just keep me in my I, though I hate a cubicle and like I've you're talking about how you have know you've wanted to do this your entire life I've never had yeah. that like there's never mm-hmm. I mean now I know what I want to do I want to work in mental health I want to do suicide prevention like that's my, that's my passion but as a kid I never had that uh and I was like I just knew I never wanted to work in a cubicle
2: um, yeah, no,
1: I do now. Um, but it pays my oh, bills and do. it allows I do.
0: But I for do. those benefits,
2: but it's leading <laughs> towards what it, it's yes. helping you build your dream life because exactly. you know That's where you want to go. Yeah,
1: we we want to build this. Actually, I was talking about this in therapy yesterday. Uh, how I was having a really shit day at work. Just randomly during a meeting, I was like, "I'm in my cubicle job," but then I was like, "No, this is paying." for everything else it's going to lead like lead me to pushing this podcast to to where I want to go um but I always used to be so jealous like my sister had a path she wanted to be a teacher and I was like I don't know what I want to do I just knew I wanted to help people in some way uh mm-hmm. and I couldn't be a nurse like my mom because um germs freaked me out <laughs> uh there's a lot of things that freak me out but germs are one of them and I couldn't do it uh and I mean, it took hitting my lowest point for me to find my passion. But uh, yeah, I was very jealous of everyone who knew what they wanted to do.
2: And I do know um, it's a little rare, rarer, if because it's kind of weird to know exactly what you want, even at 18 when you go to college. You know what I mean?
1: Hell yeah! So. I didn't. I would just took a. I just picked something that I knew wouldn't be hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stuck please. With
2: it. I don't dream of a life of labor.
0: No. <laughs> no. So if
2: it if I do have to labor, I have to have fun. Like, I don't mind the dance. Like, dance is labor. Oh, my God. That's why I'm getting into multiple things. Because sometimes this dance pay for how much you're doing? No. Your body's So, so I'm cool. doing multiple things. Yeah, it's like a lot. But I enjoy putting in that work for it. Like, it's like, <clears throat> I love the hurt. It's fun.
1: Uh, this kind of leads into my my next question. I'm going with passion. Um, so, do you ever now dance just purely for passion and out of just like emotion, or is it mostly just for work now?
2: When I take class now, I I take classes that I know will benefit me and that I like to do. If that makes sense. So when I take dance class I do intentionally take from teachers who like I want to work for work with but also I know it's going to help with my training and I like their classes as a whole. So I do when I take dance class I, I'm dancing for myself but there have been times where this is where my mental block actually had a hold on me. Last year like sometimes I just want to go to, like, well, like you were saying, like, am I just dancing with passion or because of work? But like, so when I go to class, I really do intentionally like to go to have fun, right? To, To do it for my passion. But sometimes the teachers like film, right? And adding that pressure of film because of social media like almost every single class films now and then when you're when the when you're filmed I know it's just a tool but people feel so much judgment and you just forget the combo when you're fil- you're like ah <laughs> it's, it's crazy even at, but but doing the knicks had had helped me because there's always a camera there so you kind of have to get used to it but like it's kind of went backwards for me like I I went to a class and me and my friend had just got into an argument. And I just was like, okay, well, if I'm taking this class, I'm going to be in the corner dancing for myself. I just like, I need to just get out this emotion, right? So I went in just to like feel. And it was a teacher I'd just done a job with. And at the end of class, um, of course, like, th- thank you. It's flattering. She called me to do it with her and my other friend who's amazing. And I literally just did the first move and walked off like I literally walked off I know it's just class but it's like that I just did I wasn't prepared for that pressure and I did not want to be filmed which is also valid you know so the answer is yes and no I do dance for passion and for the intention of booking jobs
0: so I'm, I'm actually really glad you brought up the film and social media aspect of it because I I had like a question that was in the back of my head that I wanted to get to later on this is perfect segue to it but you had mentioned it earlier about seeing your friends you know booking auditions or booking roles and how much pressure that adds so like there's there's the pressure to perform there's the profession pressure to audition and be perfect in the audition and then on top of that there's this like 24-7 never turns off pressure from social media of, like, everyone trying to put, like, their best face forward, you know, exaggerate what they're doing or show look, make it look like life is perfect for them. Correct. Which yeah. can give us, like, a warped sense of, like, oh, I'm doing it wrong because everyone else is doing it perfectly and, like, I'm not doing what they're doing. Like how, especially in the entertainment industry where I know like self-promotion online is like such a big thing. Yeah. How do you balance that of like sticking true to your own goals and your own passion with this sort of insurmountable like mountain of pressure from social media?
2: Wow, that's a great question. Um, uh, I think I filter myself I don't know how to say that. Like, what? make sure I know my intention of when I'm going on social media, like what I'm scrolling for, what I'm doing on there. And I also have TikTok, but TikTok. so, I love TikTok because I, I just post random things, my vlogs, not many, many, many of my friends are on there. So I feel freer to be myself. But low key, Instagram's boring-ish to me now. And I literally go on just like, class videos or whatever and post my content and be done um but I think I just filter out um I filter my mind and make sure I have my intention while I'm scrolling scrolling. Yeah. yeah and I also TikTok isn't as mentally draining for me so I have another social media platform that's not I'm not comparing myself but it is really weird like because Every time I go out and I see my friends and like at dance classes they're like, "Oh my god, Charlotte, I know you're killing it." And I cried yesterday. Like <laughs> because of my social media and I was like, "Do I look like I've been killing it?" I guess so. Like, you know. So, everyone has their own thing, but also like, why can't we just like live free? Like I'm in this for the long run. I know jobs will come. You know? I guess we just want to eat in and pay our bills which is why it's like ah when someone books it we're like ah, I want that money and I want that credit blah 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 did I even answer the question
0: you did and I actually like yes. your you snuck it in there again but you've said it a few times like we're all just <laughs> human and I think it's important to remember that like what happens when the camera's on like is great but like we are all human behind the camera when our phones are not in our hands too and so like you yeah. cried yesterday but your friends all see, like, she's killing it, and it's important to remember, like, she's probably doing both. She's working really hard at what she's doing, which means it's not perfect, and it's a work in
1: progress. Yeah. I have to That's... ask, is your is your TikTok for you page just full of Fletcher?
2: A lot of it is. I have so many interests, though. I have so many. Yes, and because <sighs> I just finished the L word. Tears oh, are coming to my it. eyes.
1: I didn't want no, the, not
2: the episode. Wait, no, not but Gen the original.
1: Q? I don't know do how to access
2: drama? it. How do you access it? Do you have show, t- do you have show I don't have it. I don't have it. How do I do it? But I think, like, I'm actually going to cry, but Shane, like, the first time I saw Shane, I actually am going to cry. Like, I don't know why I love Shane so much. Like, but I, it's that's so basic. Everyone loves Shane, but, no. like, I'm looking for a shame.
1: I Oh my God. Never fully, I never watched the, I'm a really bad lesbian. I never watched the entire uh, original L Word. Um, really? Origi- I know, I'm,
2: I'm bad gay. Where'd you stop?
1: I don't remember. I watched it when I was in college.
2: Oh, I just finished watching it, literally, like two weeks ago. I,
1: I might give it another go because I really love the new one.
2: And I, I need to find out how I can access it. I'm gonna ask my mom.
1: Yeah, steal passwords. I mean, don't steal <laughs> yeah. passwords. Yeah.
2: Well, but I don't think she has Showtime either. Oh, but basically, my timeline, my thingy, is also shame and also art, because I'm trying this new practice of of drawing daily on my um, digitally, and also, I I want my because what I'm doing, actually, I don't really care for real estate. I don't. So I want my side hustle, if I have to have one in this industry, until I'm like famous and get passed around project to project. If I have a side hustle, I want it to be digital art, digital income, because I love it. I could sit there and draw and do tedious like things on Photoshop all day. So I'm trying to draw every day on it and figure out what exactly I want to do with it because I know I have different avenues of what I like to do in that digital realm so I'm just going to create a a habit of doing that so also my timeline is digital art how to make money digitally online stuff like that
0: Oh yeah that's the same as mine I'm constantly trying to figure out how I can make it and then leave it and then let it be like super passive income and I don't have to touch it
2: Yeah I love it you Which guys is hard We follow
0: each other on Instagram
2: yes please
0: absolutely um so Abby's art
2: <laughs> i also have a, is, I, too um, many interests instagram. though i bounce around me too i also i'm an aries well but i have an art instagram too i have to follow both of y'all on that too send that to me after
0: so oh um our one of our last questions towards the end was um sort of bringing it back to like Do you have any advice for others who are in your field or in a similar field, maybe the entertainment industry in general, and sort of how they can handle the stress of the job?
2: It's like, I do have advice that works for me, but everybody's so different as what their goals are and stuff. So, but for me, I would say, because someone actually asked me this, which was, I was like, oh my gosh am I getting older where you're asking me for advice? That's crazy. Where I'm like, I've been in the industry for like not even that long, like six years. Um, and they're asking me and I was like, oh, I'm usually the baby. But I would say we can't, we can't place our validation on getting this, this job on getting the callback that I'm not validated by it. I'm not validated on how many jobs I book. You can't care how you look to others because most likely they're not thinking of you 24 seven. They're not. Cause what am I doing right now? Thinking of ways I can better myself. We're all like selfish, but that's because we have to take care of ourselves to give to others. You know what I mean? And I would say do things, find things outside of the entertainment industry um, that fill your life. Like, I realized back in 2018 and 2019 that I kind of was just, but that's because I was literally 21, 22. And that's like when I'm like going to go grind and I was doing the Knicks, right. I was doing the Knicks 24, seven. But then during the day I would take dance classes. I would take my singing class. I would take my acting classes. on the weekend. I would be doing something, watching art, which is great. But like, I didn't really have a full well-rounded life. Like if you're just, if you're just focused on your like career, I guess you're not, you don't really have any colors to paint with your palette of life. Ooh, bars. Ooh,
0: love that. Yeah. Oh, she's giving like,
2: us need... titles
1: over here for episodes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you need, like, life to, to enhance your art. You know what I mean? So I'm actually intentionally this year finding new friends that aren't in the entertainment industry as well.
1: Hmm.
2: So, yeah.
1: Come I love and hang out with us.
2: Even though
1: yes. we're senior
2: citizens. Oh, you're not. Thank you. No. My friend lives there. Where do where where do you live again?
1: We can I was gonna say we'll have this conversation off because I don't want to give our exact location. Yes. Exactly. Because Abby won't realize this, but I, she probably didn't listen to the episode yet. I said way too close to where I live on an episode and I had to cut it out because it, it freaked Good. me out. Oh. Not that we don't have, not that we have like a b- bunch of listeners yet, but I was like, nope, cutting that up Just in
2: case they go back, mm-hmm. you know.
1: No one needs to find me. But my
2: friend lives in, Adriana lives in Boston. It's it's pretty cool. And I actually am going up. I'm going up there in May. For her graduation, I believe. So
1: Well hang out. As long as it's not the weekend my brother's getting married or Taylor Swift, I am <laughs> We'll do oh a live God. episode. T yes.
2: swear. Oh yes. yeah.
1: I uh I'm going to two Taylor shows. I somehow managed to make that
2: happen. That's crazy.
1: That's Every- crazy. <laughs> my
0: eyes just your got, face like ginormous.
1: So Wait.
0: uh
2: Wait, I
1: I have to pause you for a second. Abby and I, my first Taylor Swift concert was with Abby. Oh, God, it's so embarrassing. She opened up for Rascal Flatts. And, oh, my God, we were babies because my sister had just passed her six months of, like, her license so she could drive us. uh, And we forgot the tickets. No! How
2: do you forget the tickets? You forgot the physical ticket?
1: Oh, yeah, we were, like, 14 there was no digital Dang. ticket it was all physical I don't ticket. remember that you don't Tom had close, my brother yeah we got in my brother brought good him. good good but uh do you know okay that. do you know what I remember from that you
0: talk about being selfish as like a 15 year old I remember exactly what I was wearing because I remember stressing over it because I'd like <laughs> never really gone to like a concert before and especially not like a country concert and I was like I gotta like wear the right clothing and like we're gonna go hang out with these older girls who is like your sister and her friend. But I was like, <laughs> we're hanging out with like older people. I gotta wear like the I'm right talking.
1: jeans. <laughs> That's
2: funny. I can't believe
1: you thought about what like wearing for what my sister would think. Like I've never
2: seen Taylor before.
1: You need oh, she's too. good.
2: I've seen everybody, oh. but I haven't seen Taylor. I do know two dancers that were on her tour last year, though, in the Reputations tour. Fire. That was an
1: amazing tour, and her dancers are insane.
2: Yeah. One of them was from Houston, and I used to compete dance with her. And then I went to the Ariana Grande concert, and she opened with Normani. Like, she was her dancer for Normani, and I was like, girl, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I couldn't imagine, like, Knowing people like up there dancing and like being like one either wanna hate you and like how dare you get this job?
2: <laughs> well usually it happens. Like basically anything that has dancing, I know somebody. Like any dancer who's in the industry knows somebody. If there's a dancer on the screen, we know them. It's a very it's such so, a such a small world.
0: So with, with that, industry. as, like, the entertainment industry being, like, kind of a community, are there supports in place for, like, physical and mental health? Or is that sort of through, like, is there anything through your agent? Is there anything through, like, you know, uh, like, non-professional community sort of groups?
2: <sighs> to be honest, the dance industry gives abuse. Like... <laughs> it's giving abuse um so there's not and actually like there's a lot of sexual abuse in dance and there's a lot of physical abuse not physical abuse um mental abuse like the way we're treated and talked to and we think it's normal Oh, no. Uh-oh. that was
1: such a. are we good... back oh she's come back oh, you're oh back. am i here? Oh, you're back hi okay yeah, okay
2: it lost for a second no, there's just a lot of like, um, there's actually quite a lot of things and trauma that I went through when I was younger, being at a dance studio so young. And yeah, so the industry doesn't really have anything for that. It's really kind of like, not okay, to be honest. Um, I think Actors' Equity has insurance, but like, you have to go reach out yourself. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Or so, even like, is there is there like social groups where like you can talk to other dancers yes. about like the reality of what's going on?
2: Yes, I think there's uh, Dancers Alliance is a um, is a group, and they 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 fight for like the equality of payment and stuff like that, and the abuse and stuff like that. And then there's also something called YPAD Youth Something. Um, and it prevents abuse as well. So there are definitely resources. Um, but I'm not sure the entire system has to be uprooted because it's quite abusive in the dance world. Um, yeah, like abuse is how I, I don't know how I get things done. I'm like, that was terrible. Let's be better and not be done. Like, I don't know. Just like, well,
0: it sounds like there's like a lot of um, like competitiveness, like with yourself, with others, yes. with the industry in general, and yeah. then either that pushes you to like, you know, train harder, or if you feed off of that, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna keep competing with myself or my peers, but then for other people, like I imagine that that's, you know, more damaging or more difficult to sort of like get the thick skin.
2: Yeah, and like for competition dancers, at least, I grew up competing. Um, it seems like the default is we all think we're bad. And that's just the default. And it's like, we're actually not. We wouldn't be booking work professionally <laughs> if that's the case. Um, But I think that's from our childhood trauma, to be honest. But I'm getting so much better. So much better.
0: Well, it sounds like you've found what works for you to like keep your head clear and to like keep going, like you mentioned a ton of different like coping mechanisms that were very specific to you, that you might not even know that you're intentionally doing. Like you're thinking back to like your mentor, so thinking about like those positive reinforcement yes. that you were doing, or like taking yourself, taking your head out of the industry by doing something that isn't dance related, um, breathing through it, and like taking a minute to talk to yourself. Like all of those are. Are things that you've now used as tools to sort of like push past or get and very healthy tools too super healthy thank god
2: (laughs) thank god i mean i don't really like alcohol like that too so that's good
0: so going back to sort of like your own mental health journey is there anything else you want to share about like coping with mental health issues or um, anything related to the industry that you're in specifically or, or any pieces of wise information you want to pass on?
2: Hmm. I'm not sure. I feel like keep those friends close that you can have vulnerable conversations with and cry with like, my friend, I have, I have a lot of beautiful best friends, and I don't know, Adriana's coming up a lot in this episode, I love it, so I have literally, like, I have, I have, like, four best friends, and then there's, like, extra, like, besties as well, and all of them I can um, be really vulnerable with, and they're looking me in the eye, and feeling me, and, like, giving me advice, and um, i'm learning from them and they're learning from me so i i don't know i just find beautiful humans that you can connect to and stay open i think mm, i love yeah. that yeah
0: finding your community
2: mm-hmm.
1: but you and also, not block
2: ourselves. Uh,
1: you also like bring that like that like resonates off of you because like just meeting you like we only spent like uh, not that long together and like you just are like you said you're a beautiful human like you just like shine happiness and I was like I need to talk to this person more thank you uh, no thank you for for wanting to talk to us um
0: and this is great you. also very enlightening to sort of get wow. like an inside perspective of someone like in your industry dealing with like the millions of jobs that you have <laughs>
2: Lord have mercy. That's crazy. <laughs> Nobody's figured it out. Like, like, how is it sustainable?
0: It's not.
2: Like what's oh, no. going on? Cause I can't Why? have like a nine to five because you get on audition the next day. And like yesterday, my audition was 1130. I took a break in the middle of the day and then I had to come back and then it didn't end until five. Like, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, when, a long yeah when. and hell we were like this is a maybe date for the podcast because you're like i might have an audition and i don't know when it's gonna end and we're like yeah are right, gonna <laughs> keep it open uh yeah. which is 100 fine we we're like we'll keep it we'll keep the time open um but i couldn't imagine like i always wanted like the freedom like that but also i really like that i know my schedule
2: yeah, and like,
0: I know myself well enough to know that I need structure, even though I may, which not is why structure. I
2: still have structure. I still have structure in my in my habits and routines, though. Mm, that's so cool. that's that structure that I have, like meditate, uh-huh. workout, ballet every week, this dance class every week, stuff like that. I have
1: one more question because you brought up ballet. Do you have a favorite type, like type of dance, style of dance? What, what do you call it?
2: Yeah, favorite style of dance. Mm. I think contemporary because that's my that's my home where I came, like my dance studio was based, like we just did a lot of contemporary, but that's like a mixture of ballet and modern together, kind of fusion. And then I also love like jazz funk, but it's like choreography doesn't make sense. But like very sharp jazzy lines, but also like hip hop ish. But it's more like I don't know. Britney like hit me, baby, one more time. Like oh, okay. or like I got slave <laughs> or like slave for you. I love that type Ooh. of dancing. I love sexy dancing too. It's fun when you have the intention. Yeah, depends on the month, but I always love contemporary dance.
0: That's amazing. Okay, um, if you have a video that you wouldn't mind sharing with us, I would love course. to like put that up on our social and yeah. like brag about your skills.
1: <laughs> yeah, because our we can, well, I speak for myself. Abby can go in. Um, I can't dance. I have no rhythm. That's um, okay. my dancing is I have to have a drink in my hand and I just kind of go go back and forth and definitely no moves here.
2: But you like, probably have a lot of skills. Some- I don't you know what I mean like you have skills I don't have like everyone has something that's
1: very true yeah you you just need to be on here all the time make me feel like I'll talk down and you're just like nope this is like a confidence boost this is great (laughs) thank you
2: that's my favorite thing in the world I'm everyone's hype woman unintentionally I don't know why
0: hey you if you put it out in the world it's what you get in return so
2: and I want to dance for Fletcher and I I think I told you I have her um her manager asked for my Instagram and was like, okay, they set, he set, his name's John Patrick. Yeah. John Patrick. And we have yeah, each other on, um...
1: we follow him on it. we, our oh, Instagram okay. follows him. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't yes. follow us, but I follow him. Cause like my Julie, Julie went in, Yes.
0: she went in and she like followed a bunch of people. And now our timeline for the podcast Fletcher, Instagram is just all Fletcher and I love it. <laughs>
1: Listen, she's a dream guest, so I'm gonna follow everyone I have. To Literally, plan. and Literally. she'll be tagged in this and be like, "She dream guest. This woman is a goddess."
2: Literally, <laughs> but but oh, like, wait. I want to dance for her, and I got her. I got the manager's Instagram, and he said we're gonna use you for PR. Ooh. Okay, when well,
1: you get that in, be like, I know this podcast.
2: I will. Really Literally waiting for the day. Because I'm like, she's getting bigger. And one of my TikToks went viral because I posted her and Miley.
0: Oh, my god. Oh, did you? I, I posted
2: I TikTok. the TikTok. And it, ha- it has a million, 1.1 million views.
0: That is a lot of views.
1: <laughs> Damn, girl.
2: But it's just them okay. performing it. it. So it's not really me. I just screen recorded.
1: That's fine. So. That was a, with them performing together was amazing. amazing. No, because you. Miley's
2: also on my wall right there. Did I manifest that for her? Yes. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Um, <laughs> there was one more thing. What was I going to say? Fletcher, listen, I want your dream to come true to dance for her, but I also need her shows to stay small so I can afford still be them. Up close <laughs> and afford them because, listen, Taylor Swift took all my money. Oh, I know. And listen, I would spend that on Fletcher before I spent it on Taylor again. No. Cuz that
2: was pretty afford that was affordable. Fletcher was very affordable for me. Just oh, because God. I used to go to like I went to Harry Styles on the floor. That was crazy. Mm.
1: But yeah, probably you know, amazing. I,
2: it was amazing. It was at MSG.
1: Which one of his 15 shows at MSG? No, it that was man. before.
2: It was um, oh, It was
1: before his residency.
2: Like, yeah, I went, I, I bought tickets in 2019 to see him July, 2020, and then it got postponed till October, 2021. So maybe he wasn't as famous, but he was really, really, really famous still. Um, And he did, he did a, I think he did a week run or four day run, something like that. And it was near, was it near Halloween? I don't know, but it was amazing. It was on the floor and we all wore masks. The whole, all the audience.
1: I would see him. I would go. Oh, it was so in, good. In an instant. I'll add it to my list. Um, so good. I dragged Abby to the Jonas Brothers. I've that seen was them.
2: so fine. I've seen them eight times. No, oh. eight. I,
1: I'm probably Why? up there. Did you? Wait, yes. Did you? All right. Wait. I want to wrap this up because I have more questions about the Jonas Brothers for you. But we're we're. We're pushing our limit on time, and um, oh, okay. no one wants to listen to us forever, um, <laughs> though we could talk forever. Um, but I do, I want to thank you again, because like Abby said, it's enlightening, and like just hearing your perspective on on life and, and happiness has been fantastic. Yeah, it's been thank wonderful you. having you with us.
2: Y'all are beautiful do humans. You, thank you.
1: Do you want to shout out your socials? Yes. You too,
2: but... My Instagram? is charstar13, my creative Instagram, my, my creative Instagram, oh, God, my creative Instagram, Lord have mercy, is charstarcreates, and my TikTok is my favorite, and that is xo, xo, charlotte13 because gossip girl xoxo gossip girl i love gossip girl so much too so
1: i like
0: it there she is Um, well we'll give you a follow we'll promote your stuff get you up there on stage with fletcher
1: (laughs) thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast make sure you follow us on instagram at live laugh and slide into our DMs to share your story or provide feedback. Make sure you subscribe. Call or text 988 the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline for free and confidential support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress.